The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Welcome to Build Your Tribe with your host, Shalene Johnson. Hey there, welcome to Build Your Tribe. My name is Shalene Johnson, and I'm really excited that you're here for this episode. Now, this is a part two, so if you are the kind of person, which I hope you are, who likes to do things in the right order, can I ask you to please go back and listen to part one? And if you're a subscriber of Build Your Tribe, you'll always know when there's a new episode. But just before this episode, just a few days ago, I did part one. Now, if you don't feel like doing that, you've got a data plan and to download an episode right now would be a big hassle. Well, then I don't think there's any real problem in you listening to this episode now. But keep in mind, I will be referencing part one. This episode is devoted to getting things done to stop procrastinating and to get ourselves focused and to finish what it is we set out to do in the next 90 days, specifically how to get ourselves on track with our business. If we can just work on the next 30 days and get this body in motion, it's going to stay in motion. And this is the momentum we all need. Okay, off to the show. Today, I'm going to give you the second set of tips. I'm going to cover five very specific tips that are going to help you finally stop procrastinating and finish the project completely, not partway, but really get things done and get things moving and get your business in motion. Although I have read the comments on Facebook and it looks like there's a lot of people who are using it in terms of goal setting. And I thought, would it work? I guess so. Yeah, it's kind of a lot of the same principles, but I just want to warn you that I'm going to be speaking to those of you who are either thinking about starting a business or you've started a business and you want to take it to the next level. You want to be that person that inspires you or maybe you've got a full-time job right now. You've got this kind of interesting idea and you just keep toying with it and playing with it and you never really finish it all the way. And you know that part of the process is you've got to learn more. You need more information. And part of the reason why I did this is, like most things, to solve my own problem, right? And that is information overload, the fear of missing out on information. So especially because it's such a new and crazy, exciting time to live and to have a business idea, there's so much free, kick-butt, legit advice out there on how to kill it. And you're so afraid that you're going to miss that one thing right? So what you do, if you're like me, is you just keep consuming and consuming and consuming and you feel like, I know I'm getting smarter, but I also don't have time to do any of this stuff. I'm not implementing anything. And so now I'm starting to feel bad. I feel smart, but I feel bad about myself because I'm not getting things done. And it can give you a migraine and it can make you feel bad about yourself. And most importantly, it can be very distracting. So I did this kind of to keep myself on course. And then I realized, gosh, a lot of other people probably deal with the same thing too. So let's just walk through how it is when I find myself off course, which I do a lot. Like you don't just fix this and like, okay, cool. From now on the rest of my life, I'll be a focused individual. I wish that were the case. I think you fix it 
and you keep coming back to this, right? It's just like anything that you want to be good at. You Once you've done the complete course, it's a lot easier to come back and do a refresher. So we've already covered the first five tips. And again, if you missed those, it's on the episode just previous to this one on Build Your Tribe, which is my free business podcast. So let's move on to the number six step. Now, if you've ever done smart success with me, or if you've gone through getting things done, the program, or you've studied Brian Tracy's Eat That Frog, or just about any productivity expert, because trust me, y'all, I didn't invent anything. I mean, I did invent the internet, but other than the internet, I didn't invent anything. I simply have learned from experts and then I put my own unique way of making it work for me on it and then I share it with other people. So one thing that I have learned from experts before me is how important it is when you want to get things done to just take everything out of your brain and some people call it a brain dump. Some people call it exhausting. Some people call it uh, making a complete list. And when I teach a brain dump in smart success. It is different from what we're going to talk about today. So step six is to create an exhaustive list of what you think might be first. So in part one, we talked about, okay, what do we need to do 90 days from now? Where do I want to be in 90 days from now? So I'm going to use some hypothetical examples. I'm going to give you two examples. Let's say that you want to launch a podcast. And that's one example. And let's say the second example is you're interested in becoming a rep in a multi-level marketing organization to figure out how to become an entrepreneur. It's not something you necessarily want to, at this point, think you want to do the rest of your life, but you at least think this is a good way for me to make some money while I'm working my job and I already am using their products anyways and I'd like to make some money at this so I could maybe someday quit my job. Okay, so let's start with the first one. Let's say that I want to launch a podcast 90 days from now. What I need to do then is to create an exhaustive list, which is different from a brain dump. You see, when you do a brain dump, you're just taking things off of anything that's on your head and on your mind. So it could be, um, I want to clean out the garage. I want to start a podcast. I have to buy my niece a birthday present, like things like that. That's called a brain dump. What we're doing is an exhaustive list of next steps. And when I say next steps, I literally mean like in the next 30, 60, 90 days, everything I would ever possibly need to do at the beginning. So let's start with that person who's thinking about joining an organization. They love their products. They love what it is and they use their products. And they're like, you know, I've been getting a discount anyways. People always ask me about it. Why wouldn't I just create some passive income and do this? But I really don't want to have to do this. I want to do it all the way. So what would I need to know? Well, the biggest mistake I think a lot of people make is they look at someone who's way down the road. So if you're brand new, It's very distracting, confusing, and misleading to look at someone and look at what they're doing in terms of their success, who's very, very successful, but they've been at it for five years. So I want you to make an exhaustive list of the very next steps to get started. And so you have to think about, okay, so I'm doing this. What do I need to know? FYI, I am not in a multi-level marketing organization. I am not a coach. But my workout products are offered through Beachbody, which is a multi-level marketing organization. So I've got like a lot of friends who are in that. Actually, you know what? I was once in an MLM. I once sold Cutco knives and I freaking still love them. And I should probably still be a Cutco knife rep because I freaking love the products. and I use them every day. I used it five minutes ago. But here's what I do know because I have so many 
very successful friends who are in multi-level marketing organizations other than Beach Buy. I've got friends who are in um, Shop.com and Advocare and, oh gosh, name one, like, you know, all of them. What I always hear them talking about is recruiting and networking and closing. And I always think, well, that's interesting. But once I've recruited somebody, it's kind of like a university. If you recruit the best team, shouldn't you know what to do with them once you have them first? Like, shouldn't you learn how to get someone started before you have to get someone started? So that would go on my list. And then I would feel like, okay, how would I train someone? How do you train someone? What do I need to know? What do I need to understand? How do I make someone feel supported and not lose interest? I would want to know absolutely everything I needed to know. And I would start by putting myself in that position and saying, okay, it's day one for me at this stage. What do I need to know? Okay. And so you just make an exhaustive list. And I want to say this, most uplines, no matter what organization you're in, if you're signed up with someone who's decent, they have, they have a, a way to onboard you. And they've spent a lot of time figuring this out. And if you look at the top distributors in any organization, it's not that they're so exceptional at recruiting. It's that they're exceptional at training people once they get on, you know, because everybody can recruit. But if you don't know what to do with your team, your team still is going to lose or those individuals will go elsewhere and you could have lost yourself like a real gem. Does that make sense? And that's just my opinion. These are just thoughts. So I want you to start. Step six is to create an exhaustive list of everything you need to do in order to get to where it was you said you wanted to get 90 days from now in your business. Let's say, for example, that you want to create a podcast and you want to launch a podcast. I'll tell you the last person in the world that I would have you look at is someone who's been podcasting for two or three years. Everything's different. Social media changes every five minutes. What that person did to rank where they are today won't get you where you want to go because everything's different. So when people are like, hey, you know, I'd like to know, like, how did you do that with your podcast? I can tell you how I did it. It's kind of like figuring out how a computer works that was built in 1992. It's, it's pointless because everything's changed. My recommendation to you is when you look at this list is that you look at someone who's just done it, not someone who's like at the peak of their success and has been doing this for 10 years. I wouldn't look at someone who's been podcasting for five years or even two years. I would look at what's changed and everything that needs to be done right now. That's what I would do. Okay, so you're going to make an exhaustive list. And this is an exhaustive list with an asterisk by it because you're going to add things to it. There's no wrong way to do this. And some of the things you put on your list right now, you're like, does this even need to be on my list? Because I don't know if I need to do this. I assume I do, but I don't know. Right. And so that's okay. Just put it on your list and we're going to figure out whether you need to do it first or you might show this to someone who really knows what they're doing. And they're going to go, oh, dude, you don't need to worry about this for like a year. You don't even look at this right now. Don't even worry about it until, you know, you've had a year under your belt. So, but put it all on your list anyways. Okay. Because step three is this. And I don't hear, I could be wrong. I haven't heard people give this advice before. And the reason why it's dawned on me that this is what you should do is because people come to me all the time for advice. And I realize my advice is obsolete when it comes to what it is you're asking me about. People will come to me all the time and they'll say, hey, I've got this great exercise program and I, I want to get it on TV. I want to make an infomercial out of it. Can you tell me what you did? And I'm like, sure, but it's so outdated. What I did 
wouldn't work for me today. I'd have to do something totally different. So I'm not a good person to ask. You know who I'd ask? I would ask someone who just did it, just did it. And you know what's awesome about that? You guys like, this is so exciting. Do you know what is awesome about that? Guess people who did it like a long time ago, like yours truly, whatever it is, you're kind of done talking about it and done. It's not that you don't want to help. It's just like, I mean, I wish I could show you my inbox or my Twitter on how many hundreds and hundreds of inquiries come in where people are like, hey, I'd like to sit down and pick your brain about blah, blah, blah. I'm like, it's just, I ain't got enough brain to pick. Like at first, when people want to ask you how you did something, when you first did it, whatever that is, you're like, yeah, okay, let me tell you my story. And you're like really excited to share it. But once you've been there and you've done that, so many people have asked you like, oh God, do I have to go over this again? So the motivation and the passion to share with a new person, the honest truth is it gets lower, right? It's just, it's kind of true. That's a good news for you guys though. It's really good news. You know why? Because people have already did whatever it is, like whether it's weight loss or starting a business or killing it in their MLM or launching a product or getting your show picked up by a network or building a website or building a social media platform, whatever it is that you want to do, someone just did it, like just did it. And they're a newbie and they're so stoked on their success. They're really excited about it and they're not in as great of demand to talk about it. So if I were a new, let's say MLM distributor, if I was a new coach, if I was a new uh, rep for one of these companies, you know who I would talk to? I would talk to someone who started just 90 days ago and is already on everybody's radar. That's who I would talk to. I wouldn't interview the person who's been doing it for five years and everybody is like, oh, there he is. And I wouldn't interview that guy. I'd interview the person who just did it, like right now, because the circumstances are the same, right? Where do you find these newbies? You have to be excited and willing to look for them. Like you have to research your butt off. Like if you're expecting somebody to give you that kind of information, like it's not that hard to find them. You know, all you have to do is figure out who the top people are and then go look at their Facebook pages and see who they're promoting and talking about. Because top people in any organization are promoted and excited about their new rock stars. And you want to figure out what those new rock stars have done. And I would just bet the new rock stars are rock stars because they follow instructions. They complete things. Am I right? Yep. Very good. Okay. So my number seven tip is this. Go find someone who just one minute ago did it. If I'm launching a podcast to get an interview with me who did one a year and a half ago to find out how I got two podcasts on new and noteworthy and they stayed in new and noteworthy for eight weeks to ask me how I did that might be interesting, but it probably won't be helpful because so much has changed, right? So who would I ask? I would ask somebody who's on new and noteworthy right now. I would ask someone who just launched a website, how they did that. I would talk to someone who had a social media following of zero a year ago, and now they've got 10,000 people following them on Periscope. I'd say, can I get an interview with you? Find out how you did that. Like to ask me how I built a Periscope following, to be honest, I won't give any credit to that because I don't think you can replicate it the way I did it because I did it because I already had a following in other social media platforms. So it really wouldn't be fair for me to say, I can teach you how to build your following on Periscope because it really wouldn't be true because I, I can't teach you to do what I did because I started so many years ago, right? And that's just being honest. 
So that's my second tip today. It's number seven if you've been following along, and that is find someone who did it two minutes ago. Find someone who just did it. Find someone who they're so new to it, they're really excited still to talk about how they did it. Again, if you're talking to somebody who did it five years ago or two years ago, whatever it is, they're already done like being excited about the fact that they did it. They're like on to the next thing. And they it's just the truth. The truth is you should talk to someone who just did whatever it is you want to do, whether that's holding an event, killing it in Facebook ads, quitting their job. And because they found that they can sell directly on Periscope. Like I want to talk to someone who just did that. That's what you need to do. So find someone who's just like, a step ahead of you, literally like 60 days, 90 days ahead of you. All right. My next step is that you've got to take that exhaustive list and I'd like for you to run it by this person if you can, if you can, sometimes you can't, but if you have the opportunity to do a Skype with them and pay for it, you guys, when you pay an expert or someone who's done what you've done, when you pay them, guess what you've done? You've made an investment. You are shortening the time that it takes to get there. You're getting the answers to the exam. You're getting access to someone who already knows what not to do and what to do. So pay for that. If someone goes, yeah, I can do that, but it's going to, you know, I charge a consultation or I can do that, but I charge for my Skype consultations or whatever that is. Pay that. You know, I mean, how can you expect someone to, to give all that to you for free? And some people will, God bless them. And that's great. But if the person who has your answers requires a fee, pay it. So when I first started podcasting, I did all my research. I read all the books. I went through courses. And then I was like, okay, I don't want to talk to someone who's been podcasting for five years or six years or two years. I want to talk to someone who just did it and killed it. So I paid for a 30-minute consultation with Entrepreneurs on Fire John Lee Dumas. And he didn't know who I was. And he's like, yeah, I got an appointment at 5.30 a.m. on Friday. I'm like, okay, fine, you know, whatever. And I paid top dollar for 30 minutes. And I paid that because I had one question. I had one question. I'd done all my research. And I don't remember what his fee was. It was maybe like $600 or something like that for 30 minutes. And that might sound outrageous to you. But what is my time worth if I couldn't get that answer? I went through every course, every book, every free resource I could find, and I couldn't get that one answer. And that one answer was what I needed. And do you know what the question was? Are you curious? I said to him, I want to launch two podcasts at once because I want both of them to feed off of the energy of each other. And I think I've got this opportunity, but is this dumb? And he said, do it. Two at once. I think it's a great idea. And he gave me this golden nugget that I hadn't thought about. He said, make the artwork on both of them very similar. He said, not the same. You can distinguish them, but recognizable. I thought that was worth every penny I just spent on that call. So don't be afraid to spend money on someone. Even if you think to yourself, well, this person isn't that established, but they might be giving you better advice because they just did it. So their information is more current. My next point for you is this. You have got to be a finisher. You've got to finish. We get interested in new areas of information, new things we want to study. Like, oh gosh, Snapchat, that looks so interesting. I should get into that. Oh my gosh, Instagram. I'm going to dabble in that. And we start to dabble. And we do things with half of our effort. And there's a saying that says, if you give half the effort, you're going to get half the result. But I don't believe that's true. I think if you give half the effort, you get worse than half the result because you start to feel bad about yourself and you start to think, gosh, I don't do anything well, do I? And 
The reason why we don't finish most things, especially when it's a project we have for ourselves, like you want to launch a business or an academy, or you want to take your business to the next level. So let's say you want to take your business to the next level. What's missing for you is direction or knowledge. And you've got to, you know that that knowledge is out there. So you buy the academy that has all the knowledge for you and you do as most people do when they buy a book and you read the first chapters or you watch the first couple of modules and then you go, yeah, it didn't work that well for me. You didn't work that well. Actually, it works. You didn't do it. You can't judge an academy or a course or information that you didn't go all the way through it. And you're just saying that because you know you didn't finish it, right? So I always say, not only am I going to finish it, my goal on any course that I purchase is to get through it at least twice. And the people who I know who have the most mind-blowing, insane testimonials, not just from my academies, are the people who, they don't just go through the course, they really take the time to implement it, to go through it again, to see things that they didn't see the first time, and to kill it. The other reason why we don't finish things is because we allow perfectionism to stop us. We feel as though it's not good enough yet, people are going to judge it. And this is going to sting a little bit. But you're more so being judged on the fact that you're not doing anything. You're not finishing it. You just keep talking about it. And everyone doesn't believe the fact that you're so busy. Like, because everybody's so busy. Why aren't you doing it? And so you might think it's perfectionism, but everybody else assumes it's fear or self-doubt or that you're just a talker. And in your mind, you might be like, well, I need it to be better. I want it to be perfect. I don't want anyone to judge it. No one's going to judge you for something that's less than perfect, but they will judge you if you've got this greatness that everybody in the world can see and you just don't do anything with it. Like, just freaking do it. You can't fix anything unless you get it out there. It's just never going to be perfect. It will always stay an unfulfilled dream if you don't finish it. You've got to finish it. I want you to finish your academies. Finish your books. You know, one thing I love about Audible and my thing about Audible books is that I love that I can look at it and it shows me what percentage I've finished because I'm looking at like rows and rows and rows of books that are up on my bookshelf. And I'm sure I've read maybe on average, probably a chapter on each one of them, which doesn't make me feel that good. Sometimes I'm kind of embarrassed when people go, did you read that book? I'm like, yeah, I did. And I'm like, I read a chapter on a a flight and then I put it away. And so does that count? And I say I read it, but I didn't. I read a chapter on a flight. And that's why I really like Audible books is because I can see that it's complete. And it's just like checking off a box. It gives us an adrenaline rush and a high when we're like, I finished. I completed it. I'm done. So don't let perfectionism or being distracted by shiny, new, exciting things to take you off your course. I didn't want to build an email list. I wanted to keep building my social media. I didn't want to do all the things that the experts I had paid a lot of money to said you need to do this first. And I didn't want to do that. But I knew I had to put on my blinders and get that done. So that was number nine. If you're following along today, it's my fourth tip today, number nine in this series. Boy, is that confusing. But here's my last tip for you today, and it's this. You need to... Clear your plate so that you can clean your plate. The only way you're going to finish this project, this goal, your objective to finally kick your business to the next level, to launch your academy, to kill it in the first 90 days as a multi-level marketer. I want you to remember this. It's really, really important. You do. So I want you to draw a bunny rabbit. 
Okay, here we go. So, I need you to think bunny rabbits and blinders. Rabbit ears and blinders. Rabbit ears and blinders. You need to get rid of these and get some of these. Get rid of your rabbit ears and get some blinders. Got it? Because nothing takes you off course faster than having your ears open to everything. True story. My friend Carrie Schur sent me a tweet this weekend. He's like, hey, Shalene, you should check out this particular social media thing. And I said, Carrie, I love you so much, but I am getting ready for something very important right now. And so I won't be looking at that until this season is over. And that's hard to do. But the reason why I said it to him, as opposed to just saying, hey, thanks, I appreciate it. Or like, I know, I'm, I'm already looking at it. The reason why I said thanks anyways, but I won't be looking at it until this season is over, is because you want to get people in the habit of respecting the fact that you can't be distracted right now. You want to tell people that because it keeps you accountable too. So if I were to say, that sounds cool. Thanks so much. I appreciate it. You know, send me a link. Then the next day he might've sent me something else that was really interesting, right? And the next day I would have been distracted by that. So it's really important that you get rid of your rabbit ears. So here's another thing. If I'm that person, I still want you to do this. And that is if there's somebody who's periscopes, they distract you and it takes you off of your focus and they're more entertaining or they're further down the road than what you need to be, then just take their notifications so that you aren't getting them to your phone anymore. Turn off the notifications because it's distracting. Literally, you need to turn off your rabbit ears by taking your phone and putting it on airplane mode while you're in this period each day where you're getting your work done. So like for me, I actually block that off. I schedule it so that I can see that time where I put my phone on airplane mode. And it's also the time when if somebody tries to schedule them, I'll just tell them that's when I'm creative because I have to get really, really focused. That's what the blinders are. Okay. So when there are things that you're like, Oh, that sounds really interesting. Oh man, I would love to learn how to run Facebook ads to my podcast, but I don't even have a podcast yet. And, but I'm still going to watch it because it's really interesting. And what if I heard something, you know, that that's something you don't need yet. You don't need that yet. Right? It's shiny objects and it's too far down the road. So the best advice that I can give you today, aside from turning off distractions and making sure that you are blinders on and you're letting people know that you are staying focused is this one last thing. And it is to make sure that you know what your objective is and that you're going to get it done. You've got to be a finisher. You've got to clear your plate. You have got to take some things off of your agenda that you're doing right now that you're like, okay, I really need to put this aside. I don't need to do this right now. And I thought I did, but this is way more important and I can do that later. In fact, I'm probably doing that right now and I don't need to. Here's a great example. On one of my scopes yesterday, I had a gal who's like, Shalene, I have smart success and I have VBA. And I'm really excited about VBA. I'm in the middle of VBA's Virtual Business Academy. And she said, I keep going back and forth between the two. I said, neither of them expire. Neither of them go away. And neither of them will ever be outdated because they update them all the time. Get through smart success first. Do that first. It's why to all my academy members, when you log in, we use the new Kajabi. When you log in, I talk to Kajabi about this. I said, I need to be able to place our academy names in the order that I really think 
ideally people should go through them because when you do things out of order, you waste time, you waste money and you get frustrated. There are no shortcuts, but there are lots of detours when we end up doing things out of order and then having to redo them because by the time it's really time for us to do them, they're obsolete. Those are my tips for today. It's been a pleasure to be with you. And if I'm that person who distracts you, I don't take it personal if you put my notifications on silent until you get this done. I think it's an important thing to do. And I think it's important you should take a look at who you're watching on Facebook and what you're looking at on Instagram. And especially those people who you just look at because you're, you know, it's just innate in you that you don't like them. And so you just like to watch them because you don't like them. That's a really bad way to use your time. Stop following them or or stop paying attention to their periscopes or their Facebook posts. Like just you do you, you know, and you can't lose. I hope that was helpful to you. And if you don't have the day planner, you can go to pushworkbook.com. Love you guys. Bye. This episode has been sponsored by CourageousConfidenceClub.com. It's a club that I've created specifically to help people who struggle with confidence and insecurities and social settings and and just standing up for themselves, being yourself and feeling good about it. All of us could benefit from having more confidence. I'd love for you to just experience a taste of it. So please be my guest by going to shaleenjohnson.com forward slash confidence tips. Now, if you don't feel like writing that web address down or remembering to go there later, all you have to do is while you're listening from your phone, send me a text message. The number is 949-565-4337. And that is for U.S. residents. Then just send me the word confidence and I will send you access to this video. This video will help you to eliminate self-doubt and just feel more confident in any situation, whether it's work or personal or just your social interactions. Every one of us can benefit from having more confidence. There you'll submit your email address and I will immediately send to your inbox my latest training video where I teach you step-by-step how to feel more confident in just about any social setting. I think you'll find this incredibly useful, whether it's business or personal or just in your everyday interactions. Confidence is something that makes life easier. It helps you to raise more confident, self-efficient children. It allows us to speak our mind, to stand up for ourselves, to do the things that otherwise we are paralyzed by fear, and we just allow our own thoughts to stop us. By learning how to overcome self-doubt and fear of success, you can become that confident person that others are attracted to, the person you want to be, the person you deserve to be, the person you know is inside of you. So thank you for checking out my free tools by going to shaleenjohnson.com forward slash confidence tips.